0: Hey, everyone, thank you so much for joining us today. You know, just because we aren't in the same building together doesn't mean we still can't be together. So wherever you're at, let's gather up our families. Let's worship our Father. That's the key. King... You're never gonna let me down, you're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down, cause you are good, you're good. We can see that wonders are still what You do. And bodies are still being raised, and giants are still being slain. And God, we believe it. And yes, we can see that wonders are still what You do. We us do what you do we are here we are here for you come room. Miracles happen when you move. Heaven is right here. Sing miracles. Miracles happen when you move. Healing is present in this room. This is a move, this is, this is a move, oh yeah, this is a move, oh, oh, oh. this is a move. say that out this is a move oh wherever you are this is a move oh we're moving forward this is a move yeah this is a move this is a move
1: Father, we just thank you right now for this service. We thank you for this time together. We thank you that you would anoint this service. You speak to us tonight. You'd help us. You'd change us from the inside out. Father, we thank you for what you're going to do in this place. We thank you that you're going to help us. You're going to teach us. You're going to transform us. Father, we thank you for everyone who's at home right now listening to this or in their car or at the park, wherever they may be. Father, we just lift them up. We thank you for healing for them. We thank you for deliverance for them. We thank you for protection, for freedom, for whatever they need, Father. And we thank you for it. We thank you for what you're doing in their lives. We thank you for a blessing them and their family, their children right now, their grandchildren, wherever they're at. We thank you that encouragement would come, strength would come, faith would come. In Jesus' mighty name, And we thank you for it. Everybody said, amen. You can be seated. Hey, if you got your Bibles with you at home or wherever you're at, uh, we're going to open them up, I ask you to grab them, grab your phone, grab whatever you have to take notes. We're going to turn to Proverbs 10. We're going to start in Proverbs 10 and verse 25. I'm excited to preach this to you. And we're going to continue talking about faith over fear, faith over fear. And so I got another message in that series I want to share with you. I'm excited about it. So Proverbs 10, 25, in the New Living Translation, it says, When the storms of life come, the wicked are whirled away, but the godly have a lasting foundation. Let's read that one more time. When the storms of life come, the wicked are whirled away, but the godly have a lasting foundation. And that's what I'm believing tonight. For all of us in here, all of our church family, that's what we're going to have is... We're gonna have that strong foundation. So if you're taking notes, the title of my message is The Wind, the Waves, and the Waymaker. The Wind, the Waves, and the Waymaker. So I'm gonna talk about that tonight and talk about the storms of life. The storms of life. Now I was thinking about things that are stormproof. You know, there's certain things that are stormproof in life. They, they say that there's gutters that are stormproof. There's uh, houses that are storm-proof. You know, a lot of times when you live in a place that there's hurricanes, there's storm-proof things that they have to have so they can outlast the storm. There's buildings that are storm-proof because there's places like San Francisco. They have to build the buildings that when an earthquake happens, the building won't fall. So things are storm-proof in the natural. But how much more you know that God has made something available for us that we as believers, he's made us storm-proof. He's made his children stormproof. He's made his church stormproof that we can go through storms. And we do go through storms like everyone else because we live in this world, but we can come out the other side stronger and better than before because God has made us stormproof. So I was thinking about this and thinking about the name of our church. We're called Church on the Rock, and we've been called Church on the Rock for years. And that's the name of our church for the past 35 years. And I was thinking about the passage that it all started with and that is about the house that was built upon the rock. So I want to share that with you. If you could turn over to Luke 6:47 through 49 in the passion translation. And I'm going to talk about the house that was built upon the rock and the house that was built upon the sand. Talk about how do we be stormproof as believers? Luke 6:47 it says in the passion let me describe the one who truly follows me and does what I say. He is like a man who chooses the right place to build a house, then lays a deep and secure foundation. When the storms and flood rage against that house, it continues to stand strong and unshaken through the tempest, for it has been wisely built on the right foundation. In verse 49, but the one who has heard my teaching and does not obey, it is like a man who builds his house without laying any foundation whatsoever. And when the storms and flood rage against the house, it will immediately collapse and become a total loss. Which of these two builders will you be? Which of these two builders will you be is the question today. So we're talking about the wind, the waves, and the way maker. So we're church on the rock. Now, any church can take these verses, but we are church on the rock. And so it says here in this passage in Luke 6, 47 through 49, that there's two different houses or two different people. And these two different people built their life on two separate things. One built their life on the rock or the foundation, which is the word of God, which is Jesus. And one built their house on the sand, which is the world, the world system, the world ways, uh, the world's financial system, situation, the world's uh, uh, health situation. And we see that these two houses were built at the same time, one on the rock and one on the sand. But notice storms came to both houses, not just the bad people's house. Not just the good people's house, both houses. Because whether you know it or not, we live in a fallen world that's under sin. And there is the God of this world, which is Satan, it says in the book of Corinthians. And Satan has some power and authority in this world to do what he wants to do. So it says in your Bible that storms come to the righteous and the unrighteous, to the just and the unjust. But it depends on where your house is built and how it's built, whether you make it through the storm. So that's Jesus giving us a heads up that we are going to go through some storms, some trials, some tribulations in life. But when you build your house on the right stuff, you will come out the other side of it stronger and better than before. And I don't know about you, but we are church on the rock for a reason. Because we are built for these times, and we are built not just for tough, but Bible tough. And we are built for that reason, because we know that, that we have built this church, and we have built the, our people on the Word of God. And the Word of God is our only sure foundation. And I want to say this right now to you, when you're listening to this podcast or you're listening to this video, I want you to know that like never before, we need to get into the Word of God like never before, because that's our only sure foundation, not the news Not social media. Dig into the word because the word is the only sure foundation you need. So you need to get the word in you. When you wake up, get in the word. When you're in your car, listen to the word. Because the word is the only rock or the solid foundation. If you build your house on anything else, you're going to crumble like everybody else. But we are not like everybody else because we have built our house upon the rock. We're church on the rock. And through this time in our life, through this time in the world that there's troubled times, we need to realize that our house should be built on the right foundation. It says in the Passion, a house that is wisely built on the right foundation. Now, I know uh, Smith Wigglesworth said this if you waited to build your house till the hurricane or the tornado comes, a lot of times it's too late. Let me tell you, church family go get some bricks. If you feel like your house is on the sand right now, it's not too late. Hurry up and get your house on some rocks right now. Or maybe you don't have it. Call somebody else in our church that has built their house on the rock and say, hey, can we room with you for a few nights? Can we stick with you through this troubled time? Because I realize my house is on the sand. But whatever you do, build your house on the right stuff, on the right foundation. And you got to build it when everything's going right, not when everything's going wrong. So when the time comes that you need help, And the storm comes, which it will to all of us, that our house is still standing because we build it on the right foundation. That's what kind of builders we are at Church on the Rock. And we have built our house on the Word. So, thinking about storms, we are storm-proof as children of God. When we have a part to play in it, when we choose to build our lives on Jesus And His Word, because Him and His Word are one. When we choose to build our life on the right things, which is the church, which is prayer, which is the Word, which is listening to good teaching, which is being a part of a church community, we're building our house on the right stuff. And that's what kind of church we're going to be, and that's what kind of people we're going to be as believers. That when everything else is being shaken, which the Bible says it will all be shaken before Jesus comes back, that we as believers should be solid and sturdy, and strong, and unshaken, because we've been wisely built on the right foundation, so then the world could look at us, because they want what we have, because we're not running around like we don't know the answers when we actually do, and they can see our life has some stability when they're freaking out, and they're anxious, and their house has crumbled because they haven't built on the right stuff, we can build on the right foundation when the storms come, because they will come. But we're going to be stormproof as believers. Now there's another passage I want to share with you, and it's in Mark 4 and verse 35 about another storm that happened in the Bible. And I want to share these verses with you because I've been thinking about them this past week, and we're talking about the wind, the waves and the waymaker. And we are storm-proof believers. We are storm-proof because we've chosen to build our house on the right stuff, and that is the Word of God. And like it says in Proverbs 10.25, when the storm comes, that the godly will have a lasting foundation. So let's read in Mark 4 and verse 35. It says, As evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, Let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they took Jesus in the boat and started out, leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. But soon, as a fierce storm came up, high waves were breaking into the boat, and it began to fill with water. And Jesus was sleeping in the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. And the disciples woke him up shouting, Teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? When Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Silence, be still. And suddenly the wind stopped, and there was a great calm. And then he asked them, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? And the disciples were absolutely terrified. Who is this man? They asked each other, even the winds and the waves obey him. So I want to talk about this, the rest of this passage uh, for the rest of this service in Mark 4 and verse 35 about the wind, the waves and the waymaker. Once again, there's another story about storms in the Bible and we realize, like I said earlier, storms come to everybody. Uh, just because we're living for Jesus doesn't mean we're not going to have storms. We're going to all have storms because we live in this world. We're not in heaven yet. But the way we get through storms is different than everybody else. Like the first parable we shared, we can go through storms in our house that's built on the rock, can still be standing. But this is another verse about something that happened to Jesus and his disciples, about them going to the other side of the lake, which it was the Sea of Galilee, which is a large body of water. And we're going to go verse by verse through this because there's so much in this passage. So Mark four thirty-five, it says, As evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, Let us cross to the other side of the lake. Notice what he said. Let us cross to the other side of the lake. Now, Jesus knew that there was going to be a storm that happened. He already knew that because he is God. He knew that that was going to happen, but he still said, because he's speaking his faith, we're going to go to the other side of the lake. So if you're listening to this right now, with everything going on in this world, you've got to say it to yourself, we're going to the other side of this. Let's say it together. We're going to the other side of this. You've got to say to yourself, we're going to go to the other side of this, because that's your faith speaking. And Jesus didn't just say that for himself. He said that so his disciples could hear it, because they didn't know what was about to happen. He said, we're going to go to the other side of the lake. And he knew a storm was coming, but he said, that's where we're going to go. We're not going to drown in the middle. The boat's not going to be torn apart. We're going to go to the other side of this. And you need to speak your faith during the season. We're going to go to the other side of this. We're going to make it on the other side of this. We're going to be healed of this. We're going to be delivered of this. We're not going to lose our jobs in this. And, you know, even if something didn't happen to our job, God's going to give you a better one because we're going to go to the other side of this because we're people of faith, not people of fear. And we're going to speak our faith like Jesus did. And we're going to say, we're going to go to the other side. So, verse 36 so they took Jesus in the boat and started out, leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. But notice verse 37 but soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat, and it began to fill. With water. So Jesus said, let's go to the other side. And immediately, a storm came to contradict what he just said. Now, if we're people of faith, that's going to always happen the rest of your life. Because when you say something in faith, the enemy is going to immediately come to give you feelings and circumstances and obstacles that say the opposite of what you just said in faith. So right now, when you're believing God, you know, the news might sound bad. It's on purpose. There's a storm coming to make you draw back on what you just said in faith, to say, well, I don't know about us financially now. I don't know. Maybe I'm going to get the coronavirus. Maybe this is going to happen to me. No, the enemy will always give you feelings and circumstances and obstacles that are the opposite of what you have spoken in faith and what God has told you in faith. Because God's already said some things over your life. He said you're healed. He said you're protected. He said that he's your provider. He says he's your peace. He's your joy. And so circumstances are going to tell you the opposite to get you out of faith. But notice Jesus said, we're going to the other side. In verse 38, after these waves and this fierce storm came, it says that Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. He was sleeping in the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. Notice something else about waves and wind. It's your senses, your feelings. Winds are something that you can feel. Waves are something that you can see. And we see that wind and waves are symbolic of the enemy giving you things in the natural in your senses to try to make you give up your faith. Because they could feel and see That it was dangerous. So notice they got their eyes off Jesus and onto the circumstances. They got their eyes off of Jesus and onto the coronavirus. They got their eyes off Jesus and onto what was happening in the world. They got their eyes off Jesus and to the financial situation, so they got in fear. But notice Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. Now, how could Jesus sleep through a storm? Because he already said what was going to happen. That's called faith rest. Now, I don't know how many people are living in that right now, but you can live in faith rest. Once you speak faith, you can go to sleep. You don't have to be up all night worried about it, panicked all day at work, concerned, anxious, depressed, discouraged. If you've spoken in faith, you can be like Jesus, asleep in the back of the boat with your head on a cushion because you're in faith rest knowing, I already said we're going to the other side, and it will be as I say. And if circumstances change, we're still going to the other side. We might have to go a different route, but we're still going to go to the other side, and we're going to make it. And notice what happened. The disciples weren't in faith rest. They were in fear. They were freaking out. And they said, Jesus, shouting, teacher, don't you care? We're going to drown. Now, let's all be careful in this season because a lot of us, when we go through stuff, that's the first thing we say. We blame God. It's not his fault anyways. Anything bad that happens in your life, it's not God's fault anyways. What's going on in this country right now? It's not God's fault. What's going on in the world? Disease, sickness, pain, poverty, financial issues. It's not God's fault. But a lot of times, we as believers, when we go through something hard, we blame it on God and say, God, don't you care? The answer is, yes, he does care. He cares more than anybody. He cares more than your parents, your grandparents, your kids. He cares more than your employer. He cares more than your doctor. God cares more than anybody. And of course he cares, but circumstances want to get you out of faith and into fear saying, God, why don't you care? He does care. And notice what he does. He wakes up out of his sleep and says, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, silence. Some translations say he said calm. Or peace, be still. And suddenly the wind stopped and there was great calm. Then he asked them, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? And the disciples were absolutely terrified. Who is this man? They asked each other, even the wind and the waves obey him. So notice Jesus said in faith, we're going to the other side. Circumstances came and said, we're not going to go the other side. He stayed asleep. The disciples were freaking out, scared, and said, wake up, don't you care? And Jesus woke up and immediately rebuked the wind and the waves and said, peace, be still. I love this quote. But it says, don't dig up and doubt what you planted in faith. That's what the disciples did. Jesus didn't change what he said. He kept what he said planted in faith. Don't dig up in doubt because the circumstances change what you planted in faith. He planted in faith. We're going to the other side when he left the boat, left the shore in the boat. But notice the disciples changed their confession because they dug up in doubt what they originally planted in faith. So just because things change in your life, don't dig it up. You already planted it in faith. You're a faith person. You believe God. Don't dig it up now. That's when you need it the most. Don't change what you're saying now. Don't give up your faith now. Now is the time for your faith to shine. Now is your time for for your faith to grow and to get better and to get stronger. And the people around you can see the faith that you have in God and God come through for you. And miracles can happen because you kept your faith planted and you didn't dig it up because circumstances changed. You kept your faith planted in God's word. But Jesus said, peace, be still. Suddenly, the wind stopped and there was great calm. I'm going to speak this over anyone who's listening to this right now. We're speaking in the name of Jesus, peace, be still, to what's happening into this country, to your family, to your business, to your finances. Peace, be still. And Jesus, when he comes into a situation, he doesn't bring anxiety or stress. He brings peace. So just invite him into your house, into your car, into your family, into your business, into everything that you need peace right now. Because when Jesus comes in, the wind and the waves have to stop, and peace has to come. And peace, be still. And notice when he said that, suddenly, it stopped, and there was a great calm. But then he asked them, why are you afraid, or why are you fearful? Do you still have no faith? Do you still have no faith? Now, I was thinking about this because Jesus, of course, he's God in the flesh. He could rebuke the, the wind and the waves. But Jesus was always trying to tell his disciples, the same works I do, you can do also. And he told them, why are you afraid? Do you have no faith? Implying you didn't even have to wake me up. You didn't have to wake me up at all. You disciples could have done this yourself because Jesus said in the Gospels, the same things I do, you can do also, and greater things. And we are his disciples, and we are his followers. And notice, we can say the same thing to storms in our life, and God's power back that up. We can speak to storms, and they stop. We can speak to situations, and they stop. When we're in faith, and the winds and the waves have to obey us, not because of our own strength, but the God who lives inside of us. Because Jesus has given us that authority as his church. He's given us that ability and that dominion on the earth to speak to things in faith. And they have to obey us because of the God in us. And we have the ability to speak to storms and they listen and peace be still. So wherever you're at, if there's stuff going on in your life, don't keep begging and pleading with God. God's saying, you speak and I'll back up your words. Why are you afraid? Why do you still have no faith? Because Wherever you speak, peace be still. Jesus' presence and power will come into there, and there will be peace. You guys getting something tonight? So peace be still. Let's look back over at Proverbs 10 and 25. Amzie and Shelby Lynn, could you come back up with me here for a second? Proverbs ten twenty five 25, in the New Living, it says, When the storms of life come, the wicked are whirled away, but the godly have a lasting foundation. But I love this. In the Message Bible, it says, When the storm is over, there's nothing left of the wicked, but good people or godly people, firm on their rock foundation, aren't even faced. That's why I'm believing for you, church. That when the storm is over, you're going to be firm on that rock and lasting foundation, and you're not going to even be phased. Because we're going to get to the other side of this. We're going to get to the other side of this. The good thing about storms is storms don't last forever. Eventually, they run out of rain. Eventually, they stop. Eventually, the wind calms down. Eventually, things go back to normal, which that's the way it's going to be in your family, in your life, in this country. Storms don't last but the people of God do when they're built on the right stuff. And notice when the storm is over and nothing is left of the wicked, the godly have a lasting foundation that aren't even phased because their house is built on the rock. We're going to go to the other side of this. Wherever you're at right now, you need to say to yourself, we are going to go to the other side of this. We're going to go on the other side of this as families, as individuals, as a country, as a church. We're going to go to the other side of this because Jesus in his will, in his presence says, we're going to go to the other side of this. His will is not storms. His will is not us drowning. His will is us making it to the other side and fulfilling the plan of God. So we're going to go to the other side. And we're not going to dig that up and doubt what we planted in faith. Come on, you get something tonight. I want to read one more verse for you, and then they're going to come back and sing a second. And 1 Peter 5 and verse 7, it says this. And I want you to receive this as we read it tonight. Pour out all your worries and stress upon him and leave them there. This is in the Passion Translation. For he always tenderly cares for you. Be well balanced and always alert because your enemy, the devil, roams around like a roaring lion seeking prey to devour. Take decisive stand against him and resist his every attack with strong, vigorous faith. For you know that your believers, brothers and sisters around the world are experiencing the same kind of troubles as you. And then after your brief suffering, Because it's not going to last forever. The God of all love and grace who has called you to share his eternal glory in Christ will personally and powerfully restore you and make you stronger than ever. Yes, he will set you firmly in place and build you up. And he has all the power needed to do this forever. Amen. Did you guys get something today? Let's stand up and let's sing for a few more minutes here. Father, we just thank you for this message. We thank you for what you're doing in our lives. Father, we thank you that we are stormproof as your children, as your church. We thank you that we know that we can get on the other side of all of this. And that, Father, though the storms will come to all of us here, and we can feel them, they're real. But, Father, we know that we're stronger than the storm. You're better than the storm. And that we have a strong foundation because of your word. We have a strong foundation because of you. And we know we can make it on the other side of all these things. Because our house is built on the rock. So no matter what storm will come, we'll still be standing. We'll be standing strong. We thank you for that today. We thank you we're going on the other side of all this. No matter what storm, no matter what feelings, no matter what circumstances or obstacles come, we're going to the other side of this. We thank you. We speak peace right now over our church family. We speak peace right now to anyone who needs it. We command the peace of God that passes all understanding to guard their hearts and their minds. That the peace of God would be upon them right now and in their families, in their future, at their homes, wherever they're at. The peace of God would come in there right now. We speak peace be still to any storm, to any wind, to any waves. We thank you that you're a way maker, Father. That you're making a way where there is no way. You're making rivers in the desert right now. We think you're you're making a way where there is no way for us. You're making a way of escape for your church. And Father, we're going to go through this, and we're going to come out the other side stronger and better than before. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Everybody said, Amen.